Chapter one, our innate intelligence. Quote, beware of destination addiction. The idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, or even the next partner. Until you give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. Robert Holden. Destination addiction. Hmm. For most of my life, I've lived with the idea that anywhere but here was where I wanted to be. And fast, like yesterday. This led to such things as moving multiple times, literally from one corner of the world to the other. I have seen the shores of Key West all the way to the Bering Sea. Addicted to adventure, chaos, substances, dysfunctional relationships, anywhere but here. What I was looking for was that sense of home, that sense of being okay, that I didn't necessarily feel growing up. Yeah, I grew up in a home with a loving mother and an extended family who loved me, but there was always a lot of chaos and uncertainty and frankly dysfunction. There's no blame to be laid here, only a snapshot into how many of us have likely grown up. At some points in our lives, there's a point where our needs are not 100% met. I mean, that's just by human design. Often we may feel unsteady, uncertain, maybe not listened to, maybe not validated, maybe not seen. And guys, this is my plug for the ACEs, um, which means Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. This was started out of Kaiser Permanente uh, at least a decade ago, and um, I think Nadine Burke Harris has written a book about it. But basically, this asks us to look at our childhood. It's studied childhood, not in the lower socioeconomic status, and actually quite privileged middle-class, upper-class people in California. And what it saw was that the more um, circumstances you endured in childhood, I think there's 10 uh, key circumstances, abuse, domestic violence, substance use, um, lack of attention, et cetera, and so on. It's at the CDC. You can go to the CDC. I'll put that um, link in the notes. What it says is the more that you have, the higher at risk you are for chronic conditions later in life, like diabetes, like blood pressure, like high cholesterol, like obesity, like substance use, like poverty. It's incredible. So we now, there is no way to deny that the link between how we are experiencing the world as a child directly impacts how we are, how our future is going to be. And that's not okay with me. Here's why. Because for 20 years, I was a licensed master social worker. At least now I still am. I worked with people that had less than me because I wanted to. I've, I've wanted to serve and I've known that I've been here in the world to serve people my entire life. What I did to myself because I was focused on everybody else I neglected myself to the point of falling into substance use because my client's problem was always much worse than mine. Now, that was also to protect myself, I believe now, looking back at it, I can see how, you know, having your own blind spot is helpful, but I'm a licensed practitioner. I am a mental health professional. I knew that I had issues, but my ACEs score is an eight out of 10. 
if we can predict that a child with an ACEs score of eight is going to have multiple chronic conditions as an adult, why in the motherfucking hell are we not talking about that? And you know what? I'm going to swear on this podcast and I'm not going to be sorry for it because they're just words. Why are we not talking about the crisis in this country of how we, how we are socially conditioning our children to adapt out of all the resilience that they themselves had growing up and we ask them to hide their light and that kind of condition does not invite cures for cancer. Those kind of conditions do not invite imagination, do not invite play, do not invite the vital, vital role of considering possibilities. When you, as a child, are growing up in circumstances that are so stressful that nowadays they call that complex PTSD, and in fact, there are many, many people, many children in this country growing up with symptoms of PTSD as severe as returning combat veterans. That should not be okay with a single one of us, to be quite honest with you. And we'll talk about that. There's things we can do about it. Back to my book. So here's the deal. We had these aces, we learned survival skills, and then somewhere down the line, somebody taught us to be ashamed of them. Well, guess what? That helped us to survive, but it also helped our brains become very efficient at using those survival skills. And then now here we are in a different chapter of our life, and maybe we don't need as many of them. Duh, because we're not under as much threat. Or maybe we are, and maybe we're blaming ourselves for the survival skills that we're using. Take comfort that these are survival skills, because it's you that got yourself through the tough times. You that figured out how to cope with them. And you that has the awareness to know that they might not be needed anymore. What I was searching for all along and has always been underneath all of those strategies I used to get to the world was my wisdom, which guided me into those behaviors. That was also there to guide me out. And I'm here to tell you there are ways out. What never left me but was too simple to acknowledge was the resilience that helped me through all of those dark times, the wisdom that created ways for me to get through, and that awareness that other possibilities for surviving also existed. So if you take nothing away from this podcast, there are possibilities. You just may not have found them yet. So buckle up, buddy, because we're going there. What I was searching for in all of those things, oh God, this makes me emotional was the me that never went anywhere. It was with me the whole time. And, you know, I didn't have my back for a long time in my own life. I wasn't worth it. I didn't deserve it. I wasn't good enough. I aimed for perfection. And as we'll talk, those are trauma survivor symptoms. So many of us take for granted our essence There's nobody in this world who's purposely going to tell you you're doing well. Why? Because we're all afraid of competition. We're all wrapped up in our own heads and experiences. And quite frankly, that is what we need to be doing with children. And parents don't have the time. Through life's 
Through life circumstances, we are led to believe in scarcity, fear, and insecurity. Those are not our home base. Rather, they exist almost as defense mechanisms to accepting our own strength. And we're going to talk about social conditions and history and all of that stuff and how we got here so that we can figure out how to get out of where we're at today. When you look at what you've been through in your life, you are the one who made it through. Others may have helped you, but you got through those experiences. You are here to tell the story. And your story ain't over yet. When we start to acknowledge that, when we start to tap into the power within, it opens us up to an incredible new possibilities, opportunities, potential, and they're not so far from here and now. And that's the exciting part. What the three principles taught me uh, and what I've learned from other spiritual practitioners what we're seeking is not that far away, except for we innocently guard against it with our survival skills. So it's time to learn new survival skills. It's time to hop on board. I hope this was helpful. Tell me what you're struggling with, and I will put some links in to this podcast about the ACEs study and my book, and I am so excited to have conversations with you guys. Take care and have a good day.